Should you use a program clock for your podcast episodes? This is the Law Podcasting Podcast, where you learn how to use modern media to get your message out and more good clients to your law practice. Here's your host, Gordon Firemark. All right, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to episode number 37 of the Law Podcasting Podcast. I am your host, Gordon Firemark, and this is the show where I bring you information about how lawyers can use the power of podcasting to support and develop their businesses, even if they're not podcasting about the law. Now, today we're going to be talking about something I haven't discussed before. It's about how to use a program clock and how it can improve your podcast. But first, let me just say the Law Podcasting Podcast is brought to you by Power Podcasting for Lawyers, the first and only how-to podcasting course designed specifically for attorneys by lawyers, where you can learn the ins and outs of creating and producing your own law podcast so you can grow your practice, build authority, affinity, and trust with prospective clients and referral sources. With short, easy-to-digest online video and audio lessons and a growing community of like-minded lawyer podcasters, Power Podcasting for Lawyers is the best way to get your show off the ground smoothly and quickly. Learn more about Power Podcasting for Lawyers at lawpodcasting.com. Now, what is a program clock? Well, a program clock is a template that radio stations and broadcast networks use to program their on-air programming. It tells them when to start and end the show and where to place breaks for local announcements and underwriting or ads and when newscasts are inserted and all of that. And the more you know about these kinds of things, these program clocks in your podcasting, the better your show can be, the more strategic you can be about how you assemble the pieces of your show in segments or, or whatever into a cohesive whole. Now, you aren't necessarily going to be inserting a lot of ads and newscasts and having program segments and so on that, that are strictly time sensitive. You're not a, a broadcaster in the sense that you're fitting into a particular time window um, you know, that's surrounded by other programming that, that uh, depends on you finishing on time and so on. But nevertheless, having a program clock is a very valuable tool in planning and, um, and programming your show on a week to week basis. Uh, you know, when, uh, what this does for you is it provides some consistency, some structure to your show. And that is great because now you can plan and predict what you need to do in order to make the content that is your show. Um, the consistency and structure isn't just for you, though. It's also for well anybody else who participates in the making of your show. It's useful to have a roadmap uh, so everybody can follow along and make sure that they're doing their part and so on. If you have um, uh, co-hosts and so on, everybody knows that they're going to be talking for this long about this subject and then moving on to the next thing and what the transition is going to look like and when it's going to happen, all of those kinds of things. Um, it's also great for the audience. The audience really will find comfort in the predictability of knowing that your show is going to start at a certain time, uh, start in a certain way, I should say, and and uh, proceed according to a plan, a roadmap, a, a program clock. And um, you know what these program clocks look like generally is a uh, a circle for an hour long show, or a half circle for a half hour, quarter circle for a fifteen minute show, for example, uh, something like that. And that circle is divided up into wedges of time. 
um, with the beginning and ending times, you know, identified around the, the, the edges of the circle. And each of those uh, wedges represents a particular component of the show. Um, another reason that these are useful is that it gives your editorial boundaries. It, it creates for you the structure that each episode of your show is going to follow so that whether you are the editor or, or you have hired out the editing, there is a template for the show's organization and structure. So everybody's going to know by looking at the program clock, hey, the intro starts at zero zero and it runs for 42 seconds. And at 43, we start with the spoken word intro aspect of the show or whatever is, is coming up next. And then at one minute and 12 seconds, we break for a, uh, uh, a, a quick announcement or something like that. And, and then we get into the substance of our show. You heard it at the beginning of this show. I ran the welcome and introduction music uh, and the announcer voice that, that does that uh, introduction. And then I began talking. Um, actually, I started with a cold open, a quick one-liner. Then I ran my my intro music and announcement, and then I started talking. Uh, and then I jumped out to the quick word about the Power Podcasting for Lawyers course. That's the ad insertion that goes in there. And then I began with the substance of the talk, which is segment one in my clock um, that talks about what a program clock is and why it's useful. So how do you go about developing your program clock for your show? Well, what you do is you take down your uh, you take an example of your of your show that's pretty typical of how it goes. If you've already had episodes created, if you're creating episodes um, going forward, you can also just start with a blank piece of paper. Figure out what everything, how much time the various segments are going to be, and organize them in. Uh, in a ladder format or something like that that says, you know, the cold open, the musical introduction, the spoken word intro, an ad block, or, or it could be a, a call to action or promo or something like that. Then get into the content blocks, maybe another ad or promo or call to action, and then another content block or something. Then you have the wrap up and the conclusion and the outro music. And so that's sort of the structure of your show. Now you figure out how, how much time each of those lasts, at least the, the common elements that are going to be in every single episode, the cold open, the music intro, the spoken intro, the ad blocks, um, promos and things like, and the wrap up and the conclusion. Now, once you have those, let's say, uh, they add up to, I don't know, six minutes out of your, your 30 minute show or something like that. You can lay them out across the show's running time in wedges, like as though on the clock face. Now, it may help also to color code the wedges as you do this so that um, we know that uh, a green uh, segment is you speaking and a red segment is a recording being played and, and a blue segment is something else. Um, you could do something like that. And you want to indicate the starting and ending time markers for each segment um, so that you can follow along and track. Now, I've seen other formats for program clocks, not just the circular clock face model that is um, pretty pretty prevalent. You can use a vertical bar graph that indicates the various time uh, frames and things, or a horizontal timeline with uh, dividers along, along the way to indicate what segment starts when. Um, you could even just do a rundown document. This is really just a list of the topics you're going to cover. Uh, on my show, Entertainment Law Update, we basically use an outline format. It's just a, a 
a bullet point list of the topics we're going to cover. And we usually include some notes and talking points so that my co-host Tamara and I are able to, um, uh, to, to follow the rundown as we go. And we don't actually have any time indicators in there, but I've gotten very good at predicting the lengths of stories that we need to, uh, include and how many stories to include in our show. And, um, as we talk, I can, um, I can uh, give her some uh, subtle verbal cues that we need to move things along or that we're wrapping things up or, or we need to stretch or whatever. And, um, and we fill up the time that way before we get to the very end and, and wrap up the show. Um, if you do video, you might also be familiar with the storyboard approach, which helps you plan the visual components of the show as well. And it's, again, it's the same idea. It gives you a, um, a set of tools with which to plan and, and, and set out the progression of the program from beginning to end. So how do you use your program clock? Now, in the terrestrial radio and TV world, they adhere rigorously to their program clocks because, you know, let's face it, if you're talking about um, many of you are probably familiar with the NPR show, All Things Considered. Well, you know that at the top of the hour, they do a newscast and that runs for about the first six minutes of the, of the hour. And then they get into a, um, an announcement about the sponsor or the, or who provides the funding for the newscast. And then they get into the first segment of the show and then they do another bumper and another segment. And then they go back out to, uh, um, to some local information. Uh, from the local station and that local station is waiting for that window to open and they open their microphones at the right time and they begin speaking and they, and they, uh, fill their time and then it goes back to the national news or national, uh, national stories and, uh, they pr- proceed through the hour like that. So that is, um, the way the mainstream media does these things. Now you, again, you're not, you're not in that business and you're not depending on other people's content coming in and filling certain gaps in the, in the schedule or, or whatever. But it's still helpful to have this sort of goal posts, uh, document in front of you, the, this, this target to aim for. If you go a few seconds long or short, nobody's going to care, but, um, it's nice to be able to consistently produce quality content without so much worrying about exactly how long you're you need to talk and and whether you have to vamp and those kinds of things. It's useful to have this in front of you as a guide when you're recording. And it's sort of like an outline for the show. It's also useful to have it on hand while you're doing the editing, as I mentioned before, and even when you're writing the show notes, because now you know, you know, you, you have a refresher of what you've been talking about, but you don't want to be too rigid. You know, even the mainstream media when, where the clocks are, are, you know, uh, are uh, sacrosanct. They do sometimes depart from them when the situation warrants it. I'm thinking of examples like a breaking news when there's special coverage going on. And you can do this too. In fact, if you have a format and a template for your show, it can be a great and very powerful media tool to announce at the top of a show, hey, this is going to be different from our normal episodes. We're going to depart from our usual format because, and here's why. And that will get people's attention and get them paying attention to what you're doing in a way that is um, uh, powerful and captivating. So the point is, you know, a program clock is an essential planning and accountability tool that you can use for your show. And I want to encourage you to uh, you know, give this a try. In the show notes for the episode, I am including a link 
to um, a couple of good articles about show clocks. And in there, you'll find some examples of the show clocks that are used uh, at NPR's shows. They had, they had a bunch of illustrations there. And uh, I want you to take a look and just give some thought to whether using a show clock for a program clock for your show might help, might make some sense. If nothing else, it'll give you food for thought. And, um, and uh, if you decide to adopt one or you already have one, I'd love to hear from you in the comments on the episode. Give me a, a, a shout, a shoot, uh, excuse me, give me an email, shoot me an email on uh, uh, Gordon at lawpodcaster.com or uh, just in the comments and uh, in the blog post for episode number 37, lawpodcaster.com slash 37. Um, and uh, let me know what you use. And if you have a, a picture or something like that, I'd love to see it. Maybe we'll put it into those show notes as well. And that's going to about wrap it up for this episode of the Law Podcasting Podcast. The Law Podcasting Podcast is brought to you by Power Podcasting for Lawyers, the only how-to podcasting course designed specifically by attorneys for attorneys, where you can learn the ins and outs of creating and producing your very own law podcast so you can grow your practice by building authority, affinity, and trust with prospective clients and referral sources. It is by far the best way you can get your show off the ground smoothly and quickly. Learn more at lawpodcasting.com. And until next time, keep on podcasting.